A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game-changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Let's get to the Tigers versus the Rabbitohs. Ooh, this is a tough one because I think that the Tigers were better than they have been, for sure. Appy and Brooks being back was massive. But also, I didn't, I wasn't convinced with the Rabbitohs. I really wasn't. They didn't play anywhere near what they can play. You never want to um, criticise a team that wins 32 to 18, but you also never want to give positive suicide that loses 32 to 18, and I feel like mm. doing both. Yeah, it's bizarre. And I think it's because we have high standards for the Rabbitohs. Yeah. Premiership threat, they should go out and completely dominate the Tigers. And, you know, all you've got to go back and look at their, um, their last performance against the Tigers. They scored less points, but it was a more impressive win. 20, 20 nil? And so, Maddie, which, which would you rather, the 20 nil or the, the performance you saw on the By weekend? the length of the Flemington straight, the 20 nil. So the length of the straight. Yeah. So it's really hard and it seems really unfair not to be positive with the Rabbitohs. And they still got the win and, you know, they can move on to next week. But I think it is a really good example that even the Rabbitohs, it's not just going to click for you immediately. You need to build into these big games, build into finals footy. Um, what was what did Kim Smith say about that? What did he say? Like you, you always – the habits you play in in season – they always come out in the yeah, big they games. Always reflect in finals. In yeah. finals games, so so you might head into the finals series as playing really well, but if you for the most of the season been so up and down, you get into finals game that always comes out. Always comes out. Now I'm not sure if it'll happen with the Rabbitohs, but they just they didn't look anywhere near as like they looked clunky. They didn't look dominant like I thought they would look. Um, and again, this is coming from someone who still has them as premiership threats. I still think they can go on a run. But yeah, I was a bit, uh, I was a bit disappointed. To be honest, I'll be honest. Yeah, I agree, mate. I, uh, I really thought South Sydney had put the sword to them. Mm. I thought this this game would get really ugly. Uh, and credit to the Tigers, it didn't. But um, yeah, who, who have you got this week? You got the Sharks this week. Christ, that's an interesting game. It's super interesting. Even like like results, obviously important, but just with the performances of the two sides, mm. I've got no idea what to expect. Point, lots of yeah, points. Lots of points. points. Yeah. Which is what you don't want that with the Rabbitohs. You know what I mean? You want a low because you know we know they can score points. Um, Did I the Sharkies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? Yep. 
Absolutely. Except for the weekend, of course. Yeah, Penrith just absolutely <laughs> squeezing the life <laughs> out of it. Isn't that just the reality check of, you know, a team like the Warriors? And we'll talk about them soon. But like, they've got a fantastic run over the next five weeks. Could that be the worst preparation possible mm. coming into? Mm. If you're going to win a comp, you're going to have to beat Penrith, who play like no one else. Yeah. And South Sydney, very similar. I think they've got a very good run, and they'll, I think they'll win every game from here on in. But is that the preparation they need? Yeah. But you can only get battle hardened for Penrith mm. by playing one team, and it's Penrith. Mm. Or at least, like, you know, play the Storm and Broncos, the Someone. next best kind of thing, just to get that, that grit. Um, so, yeah, as I said, look, a win is a win for sure. But I just I thought that the Rabbitohs would be far more dominant in the way they played. Um, the real, real positive, though, coming out of that game uh, was Latrell Mitchell for me. Not necessarily, like, don't get me wrong, he did some great things, but just the fact that he, you know, he had 11 tackle breaks, 171 metres, but it's the 18 runs and his involvement that I really liked. You know, he, he didn't have the crazy, crazy highlights that we're used to. I mean, he still had three line break assists, uh, sorry, three offloads and 171 metres, 11 tackle breaks, but it's just the fact that Latrell, if Latrell came back and he had, you know, two try assists, but six runs, I would be like, hmm. Okay, like, yeah, that's a bit like Latrell, but I hope he's a bit more energetic over the next few games. But I actually really am happy that he came back and had the, the amount of runs that he did because it shows you that he's, he's at least – we know Latrell can beat literally any team, nearly probably by himself. But if he's got the right attitude, which it seems like he does, that's a good thing for the Rabbitohs. I also loved as well, like, even when he was uh, um, kicking that goal, hamming it up to the crowd, like, mm. he's the barometer for South Sydney. Yeah. He's the, like, he, he sets the emotion. And even though they didn't play well – I'm sure other players would have been looking at Latrell going, okay, we're okay here. Yeah, absolutely. The most terrifying thing for opposition, he didn't take a smile off his face the whole game. In his head, apologies if he wasn't thinking this, but it was just like, (laughs) I'll do what I want. In a good way, like, I'm good enough to do what I want. Mm. I'm better than all of you. And I want to be involved. Yeah, yeah. And I said his involvements were great. Even just times where he'd bust three tackles, then he'd be standing in a tackle and he'd offload as he's smiling and looking at blokes. I was like, oh. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> and that's when South Sydney are at their best, when Cody and Latrell have got that grin on their face going, yeah. I know I'm better than you. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, as I said, I, it was disappointing because I just didn't think as a team, they, I just felt they were a little bit clunky. But when you do have a guy like Latrell Mitchell coming back with an attitude like this, you can literally do anything. We mentioned, I think, sorry, go. Yeah, you go, mate. Sure. I was just, just going to say we mentioned last week with uh, Tevita Totola being out. You can say that. Yeah, yeah. We're spending too much time together, mate. We get in each other's heads a little bit. <laughs> but he is, mate. His his, yeah. his value goes up everywhere. His value goes oh, up more when he's not playing. The, the last Tola. two weeks with him out, they've just looked a completely different side. I know he's missed games at other stages of this season, but like I said last week they just look like. They want to go side to side too quickly. They didn't want to roll up sleeves and go through the middle. Mm. That is Tavita Totola that does that. So yeah. it, uh, I'm not sure if he's due back this week. I think he's touch and go. Uh, he's, I, I don't think so. Really? I okay. think he's, yeah, he's, he's hurt his neck, so I think they've been pretty careful. So okay. Good thing is he just extended, didn't he? Yep, just extended. Yep. I'm yep. keen to see that first week back, how the dynamic of this side changes. Yeah, absolutely. He's so important. Like. Uh, I, I think it's a, a massive rap for the Rabbitohs of how well they've been like, okay, Big Burgess, he's our main guy. Bringing in the next guy, Totola, you need to take his mantle. And then he does. Been really, really good at that. And it feels like in three years we'll be sitting here going, geez, how important is Mawali? Yeah. Because they're just, they're bringing him in the same way they did with uh, um, Totola, just bringing him on slowly. And I, I, I think he's going to get there as well. Um, yeah, so as I said, it's a really weird game to talk about because... 
you know, they still won 32-18. The Tigers were much better than we've seen. But this Rabbitoh side, I, I just I thought they'd click a bit quicker. Maybe it's going to take a couple of games. Um, but you've got really good, as I said, you've got a good foundation when Latrell Mitchell is ripping and tearing. Uh, in regards to good performances, Isaiah Task was outstanding. Real positive for them. Um, we spoke about a bit of off-air, but I guess, is it getting to the point where you're going, he's playing too well to move him next year when uh, Jackie Whiten comes? I'll let you guys go first. I've got a bit of a different opinion, I think. Uh, I think the next, again, we we should be seeing the Bunnies in, in a final series this season, and in theory they can, can go deep, that's what we've seen probably the last couple of weeks. And we'll see how Isaiah Task goes on the big stage this season. But like, I, I think he's been tremendous for them. One factor of his game that he's really improved this season, and it's still obviously pretty early on in his NRL career, but... He's just ball playing is getting a lot better. Mm. He's he's been guilty of probably having glue hands at times earlier in his career, which is fine. So a lot of these big bustling centres, they're bigger, stronger than blokes, faster as they come through juniors and even reserve grade. Gets the NRL and that flatlines out. You have to find other dimensions to your game. And as mm. a centre, that's you have to be able to pass. You yeah, can't just be sure. a big dog. Yeah. And just his tip ons, he's getting a lot silkier. Mm. And if he continues to develop that, which he will, if he has a big final series again, provided they get there then Jack Whiten could find himself playing on in an edge back row slot. I think the playing Jack Whiten on that left edge of South Sydney is a little bit wasted. I think the, the way that they attack, they never use that player there. Mm. And it would mean that I, I feel like if you put him in the back row, you have to change a lot of your attack to get Jack Whiten in the game, which maybe they can do. But is it not the greatest left edge in history? Mm. Do you really want to change too much? But I agree, Tassie is playing so well that it's so unfair on him. Uh, Because, like, who's the like when you think about okay, what's the strongest side? Whiten, Tass, yeah, on it, or Host, Whiten, Tass not on the side. Jack Whiten is definitely obviously better than Isaiah Tass as a left centre, but as Kempi said, just for the makeup of the side where they've just lacked another edge player all season, going between Host, Cheekham, a few other blokes, everyone's had a crack at it, Cartwright, and they've all been okay at times, but it's an area they can really strengthen. Again, it's pending Tass having a big end of the season because he has to kill it. Mm. But I don't mind it because what do you want your line runner to do? Take players. If Jackie Wine's running that line, you know, it, it will take so many players to def- like he will distract constantly. It's like Keon on the other side. I'm torn. I don't mind it, to be honest. Jackie White on the edge there. And you just focus on his massive defensive game and you just get him running fucking mental lines like Nikota at the Sharkies. How long has Tass signed for, Matty? Is he... Jeez, there should be a lot of clubs sniffing around surely, him. Surely. And he, he's bounced around a little bit. Doggies, Broncos, now down at Rabbitohs. But he, I mean, he would be a perfect pickup for like the Tigers. I mean... I, yeah, like, not to confuse. I've definitely got Jackie as playing left centre mm. right now. But as well work change. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, 2024. 2024. Uh, yeah, look, if he keeps on this trajectory and he goes well in finals footy, I think that there might be a case for... Because even Jai Arrow has said, when he was asked about it, he said, we don't know where he's going to play. We haven't even discussed it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jackie Whiten. So I, I just I wonder whether he'll move to that edge and you just simplify his game so much. Say, mate, we just want you to run hard and straight. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure what the answer is, but I think that we're... The more games Tass plays like this, the harder the question becomes. Isn't it great? Like, if Jack Whiten does play centre, like, you're going to have two of Tass, Tane Milne, uh, Isaac Thompson, 
or time under and not making this back line. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. I think another argument for Whiten at left edge as well is because South have now lost Sele to the Dragons, Arrow's been mostly back row. In the mid this year, he's been in the middle, but I think this next year, you can't put Arrow. He has to be in that middle rotation, especially now that Sele's gone. So that kind of like makes the depth even weaker. So I reckon that's another argument to have one at back row and just keep Arrow in the middle where he's clearly better at. And I don't mind Jacob Post on the bench. I think he offers quite a lot of versatility on the bench. Um, but yeah, look, it's a, it's, a, it's a good headache to have for Rabbitohs. Like if you want to win a comp, you need questions like this being asked on your edge. What would you do right now, Matty? Gun to head for round one. Yeah, I, I think Whiten. I think Whiten on the left edge and keep Tass at left centre. I think it just balances the team out better and I think... In the long run, it's it's better as well. As I said before, with the with keeping Jai in that middle rotation with Burgess, Wiley, Totola, I think that's a great rotation. There will never ever be another Clive Churchill winning, Dalian winning five eight <laughs> played at second row in round one at his new club ever again in the history. <laughs> of um, but yeah, so Rabbitohs got the win. Trolls in a good good mood. He's ready to play. He's, he's a lot of involvements. I think obviously this week. If they can't pull it together this week, that's when I start to go, ooh. Like, for example, if it's a, you know, 34 to 30 win and really messy, that's when I go, oh, I don't, I don't know if they're premiership threats anymore. Obviously, they can turn it around. This is a Rabbitohs. But I just think it needs to click soon. It needs to click soon. Because it's when you look at these other teams starting to hit these, like, straps, like even the Storm is starting to hit a bit of a, you know, I know they had the poor loss against the Knights, but then you go back and they, you know, have done well against other teams. Um You've got the Warriors playing really well. Broncos playing really well. You just need to start hitting your straps, I reckon. Be interesting. Like you got this weekend South Sydney taking on Cronulla in Perth. So you got South Cronulla and you got the Knights. Three teams that I think this weekend is super important to them. I reckon like one or two of these teams will look back at their Perth trip and go, "That made us." Yeah, yeah. Or it broke us. Yeah. Like in a bar live show, Perth <laughs> Stadium. Let's do it. No, just we're just battlers, mate. <laughs> just battlers. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited to see how the Rabbitohs... I personally, I believe they will turn around this week. Um, but if they don't turn it around, you're getting into really like... Then then you have to start relying on like almost luck to a degree and hope. Whereas, I mean, for example, you look at the Sharks. And quite a while ago, we said... Oh, well, I felt that they need to make some tough calls now to give them time to, I guess... Um, play with those calls so heading into finals and they waited too long to make those changes and now they're in a position of like they're almost committed to those changes they can't go back and it's almost like the Rabbitohs you can only leave it so late before you're committed to your kind of form and the way you're going to play uh, now onto the Tigers um, look much better to be honest much better uh, they, they still completed at 69% which isn't great the thing with the Tigers is like you watch them sometimes and you go, geez, they should not be on the bottom of the table. Like how the hell are these guys on the bottom of the table? They have these 20-minute patches where you go, they are maybe not a top eight side, but they, they could be fighting for the eight. They could be like in the situation the Knights are in right now. And then you watch them for other 20 minutes and you're like, what the hell is going on here? So definitely better than last week. I actually really like Laurie and Brooks together. I think they actually make a good combination. It sucks that he's leaving, but um, – Definitely much better than uh, last week. I had a mate that summed the Tigers up perfectly the other night. He said they're a classic team that if you're watching them and you go and cook dinner for 20 minutes and you come back, 
then you go to the toilet, and then you come back. You can sit there and watch 55 minutes of an eight-minute game and go, oh, they're the better team, yeah. and they lose by 20. I know. Mm. I know. It's, it's crazy. Um, Appy Coruscant was uh, outstanding. He is so crafty, and just things seem to happen around him. He just – the bounce of the ball, whatever it is, he just seems to – and I'm so happy that Appy has gotten this recognition as a top-tier nine because, like, you know, when he was at Manly – and look, I understand Manly had guns coming through and, you know, a tough decision and everything. But to think that a player, I guess, was almost seen as a a fringy to a degree or a, a backup older hooker that could just kind of get the job done. Now he's excelled into one of the best nines in the comp. It is just a crazy late career progression because there's like a whole chunk of the middle of Appy's career that's like solid. And then he's just gone, boom, to another level. It really is. Like, when you consider what he did at Penrith, it really is one of the most underrated signings of all time. 100%. Like it's, it's, it's kind of changed rugby league history. Him so, Like, remember, he was signed with Canterbury. Yeah. In the 11 hour, that completely flips. Like, that turns everything on its head. Uh, and hopefully, he can, he can start to have a similar effect to the Tigers. And I think he definitely is having a positive effect. I don't think there's any oh, doubt about that whatsoever. I saw him in the change rooms two weeks ago on the TV, and you could just tell... He, he was furious with how, how the game had played out. I think it's just that that sort of attitude that I think the Tigers have lacked for quite some time. Mm. It's that mindset. And you, then you throw in your Batemans, your Papalese, Clemensley sort of guys. I Scoreboards might not reflect it, but I think that the Tigers are heading in a better direction. But as we've said for since the day I met you, Kempi, it's not <laughs> on-field's a problem, but it's not the problem. Mm. Timmy? Uh, Saturday seven days ago and spoke about how they came in, came out last week against the Dragons and I love the brand of footy they've started playing and that's expansive. You mentioned their 69% completion on the weekend. It's, it's a bit like the Sharkies who also play particularly expansively and use the ball. It's going to lead to areas that, uh, errors and completion rates dropping down a little bit. But it's like they've said, all right, we're last on the ladder, let's go down swinging. Let's play some footy. We've got the talent to do it. There are a couple of early shifts they used coming off their line. There was one there where Stafford Toa went through, flew down the field, kicked back in field, and Lockie Ilias cleaned up about 10 metres off his own line. It would have been one of the all-time great tries from your own half. It was about one or two tackles into the set. They did it all game, mm. just early spreads. And well, Tupo made a break and he could have passed it. And he yeah, yeah, bombed. That's what I mean. Like There was sight enjoyable to watch for starters. I really enjoyed watching the Tigers play the last couple of weeks. And it was eight line breaks to seven. There you go. Yeah. Against, again, I know the Bunnies haven't been great the last sort of six or so weeks, but earlier in the season, from memory, they had the best defence in the comp, possibly even better than Penrith, up to maybe around 10 or 11. It was around about that. Right up there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that many line breaks against the Bunnies, the Bunnies who were playing for their season in the top eight spot. You know, we can look at the negatives, but we do that a little bit too often with the Tigers. They don't sort of help the case. But I thought there's some really good signs from them. And you've already said enough about Appy, but he was outstanding. Yeah. It's it's there. It really is there. Is I there. know Tigers fans are going. But I, sometimes I feel that they're actually in a better position than some other clubs in regards to you look at that forward pack. They're just missing, like, the final piece of the puzzle. Also, I think... Brooks getting injured and Appy also missing that middle chunk really hurt him. Like, yeah. absolutely hurt him. And I mean, like, you only have to go back to, you know, that documentary that they put out. What was that two years ago now? 18 months ago? Like, mm. Adam Dewey was the centrepiece of everything. Yeah. Also not there. Yeah. Like, like, the club was sitting on his shoulders throughout that. Um, yeah, so, as I said, like, definitely lost and had periods where you're just like, what's going on? But 
There's a lot to like, man. This is now the second game where they've had a lot of line breaks. At least they're not going into games where they literally just can't score points. Like they're just getting, they're just defending their asses off the whole time. They actually also had more tackle breaks than uh, Rabbitohs, which is interesting. Uh, anyone else stand out for you, boys, from the Tigers? Uh, no, mate, I, I thought um, Isaiah Papali'i had a good game, uh, but not really much to pick apart there. Love that guy. Anyone else stand out to you? Nah, mate. Isaiah Papali'i though. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, no, um, good mate. Yeah, it's. Uh, I thought uh, Fanor uh, Bolle. He's. Um, I think he's getting a little bit better each week. Like I, I, he's a good player. I think he's got some ups, a lot of upside in him, and I, I just hope that he's getting the right coaching um, to bring the best out of him because he's he's tough, he's explosive, he's ball playing. It's it's not there yet, but we've seen plenty of players mm. that have developed that ball playing. Um, the, uh, the 18th man on the weekend, Justin Matamua, I would love to see him in first grade. I, see, in the trials, I actually thought he might be a schmokey for the 13. Well, but you, we, we were sitting here at the start of the year with um, Jackson Hastings had just spent time with him. He said to us, he will be the 13 very yeah. soon. He's so silky with his hands. He plays tough, but he seems to be 18th or 19th man every single week, and I would love to see them invest some time into him. Mm. Yeah. And see where he goes. There's so no much hype around him, mate. Yeah. He cannot get a start. And in, in, in the trials, like, he did look silky. Like, he looked like he had something about him. His size, I think, was a little – like, he wasn't the – didn't – anyway, look, it's hard to see on the TV, but he didn't look like the biggest 13. Um, he but, just he just seems so – like, when you look at the way that, as you said, they want to play expansive footy, and, you know, when the Tigers are at their best, their brand is expansive footy, Benji's going to be the coach. I just think he would be a perfect guy to get some minutes and some experience into heading into next season. I'm just going to look up how big he was because I don't want to – even like just with a nine like Appy as well to, to have a thirteen like him, and you are right. Uh, um, for Noah Bowl, he's you know he's improving every single week. But Madamu, I would just love to see him in the side somewhere. So twenty years old, um, one hundred eighty five centimeters. So he's about six foot one, and one hundred and three kilos. Prop second row lock, so easily big enough. So size is not an issue. Now, isn't it weird how some players look a bit smaller on the field, and then you look at their stature like, what the fuck? He's massive. Yeah. So definitely big enough. Um, maybe it's his age. Maybe they're trying to be patient with him. Um, made uh, the state of origin under 19s. Um. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm really interested to see what they do with him. 20, 20 years old, still really young for a mm. forward. And the fact that he's 18th man now, because Bolle's been good, but he easily could slot into the front row rotation or the... You know, yeah, and I think that's how it'll end up yeah. eventually. Um, so, yeah, there's some more positives. Again, the Tigers, like, got Buller at the back there, Tupo on the wing, a guy like Matamua coming through. Like, that's a lot of – and then you add that into the forward pack that they've got. They just need to find a seven, really. That's all. Pretty much. Have they <laughs> settled? that hard, is it? Yeah. Have they settled on Caesar? Is that, has that been done? I've got no idea. Okay. No. All right. That is us done for the Tigers and the Rabbitohs.
Hi here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as I... Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.